Welcome to another episode in our OT and IoT security podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Keen, and joining me today to talk about the role of culture in company success is Alan Barouche, who leads the human resources team at Nozomi Networks. Welcome, Alan. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Alan, you're head of people and culture at Nozomi Networks. How would you describe to your mom what you do all day? Well, that's a good question. Explaining anything to family is always a little trickier. <laughs> Let's see. You know, I, different organizations hold this idea of human resources. So certainly people and culture encompasses human resources. They hold it differently. There's that traditional way of looking at it. Like we are the guys that you know, do the hiring and firing and offboarding and pay and benefits. We got looking after the employee files. Um, and I just, you know, I, I would explain to my mother that one thing that really excited me in interviewing with Nozomi is we didn't touch on any of that stuff. When I came in and was talking about this role of people and culture, it was really talking about the amazing people, the talent and the culture that we built here. And it was really all questions revolved around how do we scale and build an organization without losing some of that magic. So Let's see if there's a simple way of explaining how I see my responsibilities. That would be teasing out of our founders and our CEO, and I guess the rest of the executive team and other leaders, what is that vision? What is a, a compelling vision? What's possible in our future? Then part of the role is ensuring people at every level of the organization understand that vision and are aligned to that vision. Um, to be very effective, Effective from there, we have to take an objective assessment of where we are as a company. Like, what, you know, what's, where are we today? And then we have to figure out where we're headed and then how to bridge that gap. So we do that. We have to often find that a lot of the work is helping the organization let go of practices that just no longer serve them going forward. Um, huge piece of human resources and people and cultures, talent. So attracting and retaining amazing talent is top priority. And then from my vantage point, I, ensuring that any practices or processes that we built are just simple and they're elegant and they're just designed to really help our talent become more impactful in the work that they're doing and better to to make them better equipped to take on whatever it is they might do next in terms of projects, roles, or responsibilities. And I think most important, which we touch on with Edgar all the time, our CEO is certainly being a steward of the values and culture. Mm -hmm. That would summarize how I, how I see this role here at Nozomi and why I'm so excited about it. Well, that's a pretty big scope, and I'm sure your mom is uh, very impressed by the role that you're, you're taking on at, at Nozomi. Um, <laughs> You know, it seems to me that employee expectations around their jobs has really changed significantly, especially among younger people. So what difference have you seen and how do you think that HR um, has needed to adapt to address those those changing expectations? Oh, I, I, you can't see me, but I was giggling when you're asking that question. Um, this might date me a little bit, but I was thinking back to like all of a sudden I kept hearing the term millennials. I was hearing it like four times a week and I hadn't heard it before. And I just have to say, I wasn't hearing it in the most flattering context. And, you know, coming from HR, what that would look like was managers coming up to me, always frustrated, 
uh, the conversation was about, hey, I just promoted Alex in January, and now it's April again. He's asking for my next promotion. And it's, um, you know, I just gave feedback to Betty on Monday. It's Thursday, and she's asking for more feedback. And they want more titles. They want more money. And um, you can imagine you know, my reaction was, wow, what monsters these people are. And then I, you know, I had the craziest idea. I said, that can't be right. Let me go talk to these people. Let me find out what's really going on here. And so um, I, it was just a really amazing experience for me. And I, I really, after, a, I think I had a two weeks of conversation, which is this whole group of people that were similarly aged, similarly new into the workplace. And oh, after that, I just became such a huge champion. I think I really had a much deeper understanding of what I think was going on there. And um, for me, it wasn't so much deeper expectations around the job itself. I, I think they just had a lot more clarity and appreciation for the value of time, specifically their own time. They understood the importance of time and they wanted to make sure that they were working in meaningful ways, that they were creating impact. They have less tolerance for just being busy and she's just kind of moving in circles. And so, you know, I, I find certainly when you work in organizations that feedback is sparse, you, you get mm -hmm. what I just kind of described, that experience of frustrated, they're, they're much more vocal than other employee groups I've found. And they're just, they'll let you know if, if so, Let me see, I'm gonna pause for a second here. So they seem to be much more socially conscious and also looking for meaningful work that, um, you know, where they can make a true difference and do something they're very passionate about. That's right, and, and environments where they're not getting feedback loops, they get frustrated, which is great, but they get disengaged, they look for validation through money and through titles. Um, and I, I feel like I'm just such a champion because they've absolutely nailed it. They really understand the value of time. And I think, you know, that's a big piece that I think we've learned and how HR has to adapt is to really recognize and appreciate this time. And mm -hmm. creating environments where these people really do feel valued, are valued, can create impact. Um, you have to have a culture where people are really growing and developing. And so, yeah, I mean, since, since coming out of that experience with this group, you know, I spend a great deal of my time and energy in creating environments where people can really just understand how they show up, know what's expected of them. They can see alignment with what they're being asked to do with how they're driving impact for their company. And in, and Ideally, they're finding ways of seeing how that aligns with their own personal goals and what they're trying to create in their life and their careers. Mm -hmm. So let's talk for a minute about organizational culture then. So what makes up the culture of a company and why is that so important to the organization's success? Company culture. Yeah, it's, I've, I've been in positions where, you know, there is a belief that company culture starts with, or is basically defined by well-crafted language of a mission, of a vision and values. And you know, wouldn't that be wonderful if that's exactly what it says? But uh, I, what I found over the years is culture, it's, it's not really about what we say. 
it's not at all about anything that's said. It's really what gets modeled out there. It's our behaviors, it's our rituals, routines, the way we interact with each other. So if you have an organization that is aligned in values, for example, one that promotes lifelong learning, a culture that is supportive, is open to giving and receiving feedback, one that actually challenges each other and our peers, a you know, company is much more likely to find just huge success, or much more likely to push the industry and create new possibilities. So what are Nozomi Network's cultural values? Yeah, so we, we kind of hold our values as pillars. We call them our cultural pillars. And you know, the first being transparency and integrity equals trust. Uh, we do not give up. We do have people that we work hard, we play hard. Um, it just, I've, I've had the pleasure of having 45 one-on-ones now, and there is a, there's a lot of optimism, a lot of fun, and a lot of energy, but we have a culture of fighters. We want to push the boundaries. We want to win. So that we do not give up really rings true for me. This is our passion. Um, that also comes through loud and clear. Uh, I think it's important. We, one of our pillars is spend money as if it's our own, you know, these organizations we are we spend a lot of time here we are part owners of these organizations and we really do have to be disciplined about managing the bottom line just as much as we're focused on building out the top line and i think the most important piece is customer obsession and you know having recently gone through an interview process and doing my own homework on nozomi networks i was just amazing to hear what the customers were saying about us with our 100% customer retention rates, the trust, the relationships. So that's just a really powerful one that's going to stay front and center. Hmm, thank you for that. So, you know, I think it's easy to think of culture as something that almost percolates behind the scenes, but I'm wondering, you know, how does the culture of a company impact the experience that people outside the company are having with them. So those could be, you know, partners or or customers or suppliers. Yeah, um, that's a great question. I think, I mean, it's hugely important, but it can be subtle. I, I think of it in terms of congruence, right? Uh, do we do the say? Do we do the things we say we do? We can't. For example, we can't be insanely customer focused, you know, treating the customer first and then turn around and just have a poor relationship with working with our colleagues or other people. There's, there's this incongruence, right? I think maybe a better way of explaining it. It, it takes, I think let's, let's stick with this theme of customer obsessed. I, you know, I lived in Japan for a long time and they, they just have, they take customer service to a whole new level. And for me, I think it takes a, a set of values and traits to be truly customer focused. I mean, humility, I'd say a genuine belief of being in service to others, you know, at the deepest level. This is about employees that actually find reward, tap into joy, fulfillment, reward by being able to serve a customer and enable a customer and create successes for a customer. So um, 
Yeah, when there's a lack of congruence, when you have well, I'll say it a different way. When there is congruence, when you hire amazing talent with shared values that allow them to be sincerely customer focused, that's that's why Nozomi can have the success it has with its customers. I think a short way of saying is you can't be insincere and you can't just turn that off and on. Does that make sense? Mm, absolutely, absolutely. So what's the biggest surprise that you've had since joining the company? I think this is about your uh, one month in, uh, one month anniversary. It is my one month anniversary. Um, yeah, I, what I think what's shocking to me is, you know, I like to get a lay of the land. I like to have very great one-on-one, -on -one, intimate one-on-one -on -one conversations where I ask just a ton of questions, very forward questions, like what do you think of the company? How's the executive team doing? And then I always leave room for, you know, what's your wish list? If you were in HR or if you would like to ask me to go do something to make your job better. Um, so that's just a practice I would do whenever stepping into a new organization. And I was shocked at how small the wish list was. And again, this is 45 plus people that I probably spent an hour each talking to over this past four weeks. And really, if I have to pull out one theme, one wish, it would be they genuinely miss hanging out with each other. Mostly, of course, being in this COVID situation, but they genuinely really enjoy spending time with each other, different teams, cross functions, you know, we're globally dispersed. One of their, their specific asks is, can you help us find creative ways? We miss each other. And I thought that was just remarkable and amazing. What do you hope to achieve in the Zoom Networks or, or what type of, what legacy would you like to leave? That's a really interesting question, one month in. Um, <clears throat> you know, I will go back to who I am and in my nature is I get absolutely charged by creating new possibilities, whether that's for people, kind of a coaching situation, whether it's for teams, whether it's for companies, organizations. Um, what I hope to achieve is finding new and creative ways to empower and enable the amazing talent that we were just talking about at Nozomi. And I, I know that it's gonna take a lot of focus and, on, and intention on creating feedback loops, a feedback rich environment where we can all support each other to grow and to develop. I, um, I would love to leave that as a legacy where people, you know, as you know, going back to the millennial thing, when we choose to come to work, we're prioritizing the time we spend there away from other things that may be important. And so I want to leave behind a culture and an environment where people are thriving, people are getting continuous feedback, the gift of feedback. Not always doesn't always feel like gift in the moment, but when you have such wonderful people that are so supportive of, of each other, and we can create that environment with the right level of feedback loops, then people will know when they spend time, they're one, accomplishing amazing things with wonderful people that they hold in high regard, and they're being challenged and they're growing and they're developing. That's what I would like my footprint to be, that nurturing environment. Thank you, Ellen, for telling us your story today. Oh, it was an absolute pleasure. 
And thanks to those listening for joining us today to learn about Ellen's role in shaping the culture of Nozomi Networks. Please check out the other podcasts in this series to hear more stories from our team and learn how we're working together to create cybersecurity technology that changes the world for the better. Thanks again. Thank you.